in this training, I want to show you how to start thinking like the chair of a department, how the program sees you and how to think like them so that you can avoid future rejection. Hey, what is up? Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast, where we help you get into physical therapy school without wasting time or money. Our goal with these episodes is to give you clarity, confidence, and control over your ability to get into your dream schools as a future physical therapist. So if that's you, you are on the right podcast. And if you enjoy this episode and other episodes, be sure to share them out with other friends, other Pre-PT friends who you believe would value every single episode. We're here to help you get one step closer to your dream. And before we start this episode, we want to give you access to some of our best resources to help you get accepted into PT school despite having low GPAs, previous rejections, GRE struggles, and more. So go to www.ptschoolacceptance.com and we will take care of you from there. Have a blast listening to this particular episode. And if you enjoy it, be sure to share it out with other friends who you believe would value it as well new to our platform. My name is Joe Suki. I'm a physical therapist. I'm also a PT school acceptance coach. And for years, we've been helping students get into PT school without wasting time or money. We had a, a conversation with the chair of a department, right? But we've had tons of students who have gone through the ups and downs of applying and have worked with us. And we've taught them, hey, you have to start thinking like the program you're applying to. So I love talking to chairs of departments because they just keep it real 100, right? And so this chair of a department uh, literally said the following thing. I'm going to read it to you. And then after that, I'm going to break it down because this is going to help you prevent rejection unnecessarily, okay? The chair of the department said, I have rejected a student to save the student. And she said that the reason for that is the heartache of getting into the program and failing out of the program, wasting more money and time. So it's easy to hear that statement and be like, oh my goodness, I'll never be able to get in because I have low grades. That's not what we're saying. Listen, like we literally, if you're if you're new, we, we've had students get into school after GPA is low as a 2.4. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that a lot of what you think about when you're applying to PT school is actually back. A lot of students, when they're thinking about trying to get into PT school, they're either number one, focusing on the wrong thing, AKA comparing yourself to other students, or they're trying to have all of these shiny objects that they think will compensate for certain weaknesses in their application. So for example, if I have lower grades, I'll try to have a thousand observation hours. I'll try to have 1500 observation hours. I'll try to have 2000 observation hours. I'll have all these really cool experiences. I'll talk about how I was in another country and hope that the school looks at that and somehow that will help them forget that my GPA is not what they asked for. So let's talk about a few things, but we're gonna keep it real. Like I'm not I'm not gonna sugarcoat anything. And, and also be, be very careful who you listen to when it comes to advice about getting into PT school because a lot of times we're listening to people that have have never been on the path that we're on. So if you're listening to someone, family member, advisor, whoever that has never actually been a PT or has never been on this journey or has never actually understood the game yet, just be very, very careful because it's either gonna be an opinion or it's gonna lead you in the wrong direction, okay? But when it comes to applying to PT school, one thing that we really have to remember is why do the schools give you the parameters that they give you? Whether it's standards for your GPA, standards for the GRE, all of those different things. Why do they actually put that in place, right? Because if you can understand that, then it'll change how you apply entirely if you can understand that the reason why a PT program asks for a certain GPA or asks for a certain GRE score or whatnot it's because they want to know can you survive our program can you get into our program and actually complete the program so that you can take your board exam and pass it that's what they care about and the reason well yes they, they care about it for you but every school cares about their numbers because you care about their numbers like it, imagine for a second that you were applying to a school and they told you well our previous class, half of the class dropped out. We have a 50% success rate. 
what would you think? You'd be like, oh, wait a minute, they have a 50% success rate? I don't want to go to that program. So the programs understand that you won't apply to them if they don't have a strong success rate, right? But if they're not decisive, if they don't know what they're looking for in terms of staff or grades or whatnot, then they're gonna have a harder time getting a high success rate because they're just taking in whoever, right? And so when they're looking at stats, GPA, all the different things, what they're looking at is, have you shown us in your journey academically that you can handle PT school, right? And you giving them 2000 hours isn't giving them certainty in that area, right? So that's where now, like if students have like C's in their prerequisite class, I have students who are like, I have C's, but I don't wanna retake chemistry. Listen, like, like think about it from the angle of the school. If I have a bunch of C's in my prereq, what is that telling the program? It's probably telling the program, I don't know if this student can handle it, right? And I, and I know that's not fun to hear, but it's the truth, right? But what happens if you say, okay, my job as a student is to increase their certainty level in my ability to do well in their program, to do well on my board exam, and to potentially be a great future physical therapist. If they can have a higher level of certainty, and I also match the standards they've already set in place, then they'll have more trust in me, or they'll have a, a, a higher likelihood of giving me a shot in their program because they think I'll actually be able to make it through, right? So, so, so a sob story is not getting you into PT school, but actually creating proof that you can handle it, that's what gives them certainty in you. That's what they're looking for. But we have, we have to think about it from their angle because they will literally say no if they're like, yeah, this is not a student that can handle the intensity of PT school. Y'all, like PT school is a doctorate level program. Don't get that twisted. I think sometimes we forget that PT school is not easy. Like, please, if, if, if y'all, if we have ever led you to think that PT school is easy, it is not. It's very possible though, right? But as a student, as a pre-PT, your job should be to say, okay, cool. Like. If I don't want to get rejected, how can I increase the trust in the school that I will be able to crush it in their program? So one way to do that is retaking prereqs and getting better grades at them, like show them that you've actually improved your study strategy. That's why having an upward trajectory on your GPA or on your grades, it like literally lets them feel like, wow, like the version of you now is a much stronger student than the version of you three years ago or the version of you as a freshman or sophomore in college, right? And so when you're taking those classes again, it's, listen, we get it, like chem, physics, they're not fun classes to take, but what you're doing is you're increasing certainty in the school. You're increasing their belief that you can actually pull it off. Whether you believe you can pull it off, they have to believe you can pull it off because they're the ones making the decision. It's not your classmates, it's not your peers. That's why I say don't compare to other people because it's not on them, it's not your parents. So don't let the opinions of other people that are not the decision maker throw you off your game. Look at the school themselves. What do they want? Which is why when a school says, we want a minimum this GPA, and it, it, but if you don't hit it, they might not even look at the rest of your application in detail because you basically told them, listen, I like what your parameters are, I don't really care for them. I'm just gonna just apply there because I I, I like the school. Like it doesn't it doesn't work like that. Right now, you might hear a story. This is where I see students get thrown off. They'll, they'll hear a story from someone that's like, I applied to a school where I didn't actually meet any of the standards and it was like my reach school and I got accepted. I'm like, listen, just because they did it doesn't mean it's the best way for you to get in. It's the same thing as if I blindfold myself and I shoot a basketball and the basketball goes in the hoop, does that mean that every other person should blindfold themselves in order to also shoot the basketball to you know make the shot? No, the best way is to actually have your eyes open, to actually look at the rim, aim for the rim, and actually fall, like like have good form. Like that is the best way to predictably do it again. And so when it comes to applying to PT school, this is this is the best way to do it. But 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 when we're picking schools, we have to pick schools where we actually meet their threshold. If you have a lower overall GPA, we gotta pick different programs. But with the things that you can control, which is your prerequisite GPA 
the classes, the, those super hard classes, your study strategies for the GRE, like those things that are hard that we don't want to do, realize what they're doing for the program and why the schools see it as such an important thing and how that alone can increase your chances of getting accepted. Now, if you do that, that allows you to get through the first wave of them eliminating students. It's really like, like when it comes to, when it comes to standing out, because we hear a lot of students telling us like, how do I stand out for PT programs? The truth is you want to just not get eliminated. Like, like, like when it comes to standing out, standing out is basically what happens when the school has filtered down their list of applicants. They've eliminated the, the students that didn't meet some parameters. And then now they have a much smaller group of students that they can look a lot more closely into. They can read their essays again. They can bring them in for an interview. That's when you actually stand out. Like, like, but, but a lot of us aren't even getting to that stage. We have students every single year that are reaching out to us saying, I applied to a school and within two weeks, I already got a rejection letter. That means we didn't even make it past the first round, right? And so, so that's the biggest thing when it comes to applying to PT school. It's the truth that most people won't tell you. Most of the time, you're either hearing someone say, keep going, go do it, which we do believe that every single one of y'all can, can get into PT school, or we're hearing someone say, try your best. If it doesn't work out, find a different career path. That's also not helping because this is your dream, right? Your dream is to become a physical therapist. And if your dream is to become a physical therapist, our job is to help you get there, whatever it takes. But the biggest thing is we have to understand that a big barrier for you is the decision makers, which is the programs you're applying to. And if you can do this correctly, here's the cool thing. If you can do this correctly, then you should only have to apply to somewhere between four and seven schools. And if you apply to the right schools, you do the right things academically, you can learn how to improve your grades. You can learn how to improve your GRE score. We, we literally have programs that teach all that stuff, right? But then all of a sudden, you actually can get to the point where you're so good at this thing that you can have multiple acceptance letters, potentially multiple interviews. And all of a sudden, now you're putting yourself in a position where now you have a choice to make with, with the schools that you're gonna apply to. And that's the biggest piece when it comes to this whole game of getting accepted into PT school. That's how you avoid being rejected. That's how the chair of the department is thinking. That's how the admissions department is thinking. That's how they're looking at you as an applicant. If you can shift that, then it'll start lighting a fire up your butt to be like, okay, cool, I gotta get to work. But whenever you feel stuck, just understand that there are solutions that exist. There are other people that have been in the exact same position as you. And if they could do it, you can do it too. But the question is, are you looking for the same resources they used? Does that make sense? If you don't know where to start, you're like, yo, I, I have no idea where to start. I need help. I need strategies. I need guidance. I need resources to help me pull this off. Go to this link. Go to www.acceptedstrategy.com. www.acceptedstrategy.com. Schedule a call with us this week. Let's look at your situation. Let's look at where you're at. Let's actually compare it to what our students that have been in a similar position to you have done differently in order to get into PT school. Let's start applying some of those strategies to your situation and help you build a rejection-proof game plan to help you get into your dream career of being a physical therapist. Because the truth is, you're not trying to get into PT school. You're trying to become a physical therapist for the lifestyle, for whatever you've envisioned and dreamed. And our job is to help you get there as efficiently as possible. So I hope this was helpful. If this was helpful, share it out with another friend. Be sure to also like, subscribe. Uh, and then of course, I will see you on the next training. Have a good one. Bye. What is up, guys? You've been listening to the Pre-PT Grind podcast, where we don't just help you get into PT school, but our mission is to make you the best physical therapist you can possibly be. And I have a quick question for you. Did you enjoy this episode? And if you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread our message of helping pre-PTs get into physical therapy school without wasting time and money is if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. What this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right, 
and that we're bringing value to you all, our audience. So if you could take about three seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast and tell your friends about Pre-PT Grind, we would be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.